What's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome back to Two Bees on a Pod. It's me, Brandon, and I'm joined by our co-host, Brett. What's up, Brandon? How are you doing today? Oh, tired, but um, good. I feel like, I don't know, it's weird. Everybody, okay, I don't want to speak on behalf of everybody. I'll just speak on behalf of myself. <clears throat> I'm in this constant state of being tired, mm. but it like... It's not something where you're not looking forward to the rest of the day or I'm not looking forward to the rest of the day or like I'm begrudgingly doing things. It's just like I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I feel like there's not enough time in the day for everything, Hmm. for all the things that I want to do too. Are you like overwhelmed busy or just? It's not like an over... Oh, well, I'm trying not to let it get to a place of feeling overwhelmed, but it just feels like with work picking up and um, ministry stuff. And then like, obviously always wanting to hang out with friends. Yeah. Yeah. Do this podcast, (laughs) um, take care of our dog and pursue different things we want to do to the house and meet up with certain people and try different things. It just feels like, and then there's like the chores they have to do, the dishes, the clothes, the Uh cleaning, the, you know, all that, the The lawn. yeah. Yeah. The day to day where it just feels like, it's really never ending, but also in the span of that you get in a day, it doesn't feel like there's enough time in the day. It's weird. All the little things add up, mm-hmm. and then when you add one or two extra things, and it's just like, yeah, oh, and it's mm. just like oh, I thought I could get this done today too, but it's like that will have to wait for t- tomorrow. But then it's like okay, well then if I do that tomorrow, it's gonna push back. You know, it just feels like I wish there was just a little bit more time, but um, maybe that means I need to wake up earlier. I guess <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but yeah, I- I'm okay. It's just. Tired is is, is yeah, how I yeah. describe it. How are you? Um, you know, I don't think my mood is dependent on the weather, but it's great in sunny Southern California where oh, for when, sure. it's, when it's bright, the day for me just will feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry if any listeners have like a gloomy cloud weather all the time, but I think for us in sunny Southern California, it's just like the sun on my face. I need to go outside a little bit more. So I feel I feel good. Uh, we had a little bit of a rain stormy session yeah. a few weeks ago, but I think- It got crazy for a little while. Like- Flooding. Flooding. Uh, there's sometimes like hail in certain oh, yeah. areas there's around. Like snow. And like we had that weird tornado, mini tornado that oh, happened. Yeah, yeah. And so the weather's kind of kind of wild, but right now it seems to have settled a little bit. So it makes me feel a little bit. So you're telling me you want to talk about climate change? I'm just kidding. Uh, well, no, I, I like the sun. I'm, you know, we're not going to go into that. But I I feel okay. I feel good. Uh, no complaints. I try to take it a day at a time. Yeah. Um, as busy as I can get. It's like, okay, I'm kind of tunnel vision when I'm busy. And then when I'm not, it's like, okay, open the doors. Mm-hmm. Am I feeling relaxed and these kinds of things? But I, I feel I feel good. I feel okay. And I think um, I just enjoy having these podcasts with you and looking forward to it. We're always brainstorming about, like, what should we do? Yeah. And so it's just like, okay. Like, I'll literally listen to another podcast or I'm listening to something, and they'll say a word be like, ooh, we could talk about that word. Like, stranger. <laughs> ooh, can we talk about what strangers and stuff? Should we just bring a stranger on and just talk to them? <laughs> and so my mind is, like, idea creativity mode. Yeah, I know. There's sometimes I save things because I'm like, I'm going to bring it up to him when we talk about the podcast or <laughs> just bring it to him on the podcast so we have something to talk about and not talk through everything outside of it. <laughs> save some stuff for the people. But I was just thinking as you're talking about the sun and, and the rain and stuff, that could have been one that we talked to Corey about because I feel like he would could have a hot take on, on it. But I would have a strong stance of like, okay, I know rain is necessary and like plant life it's good to wash away stuff and clean the air and the skies and we're in a drought 
yada yada. Yeah. But the sun is so much better. I think I I almost think it's a unanimous we're in the blessed area of sunny Southern California. I know so many people will tell me, no, I love the rain. And I'm like, dude. Okay, but like. The rain sucks. Would you rather have the rain the whole week versus the sun a whole week? I, I would choose the sun any day. I you mean, know? that's a no-brainer for me. But I know I've I've had to go against some brushback of saying like, no, the cold weather when it's rainy and cold, like that's my jam. And I'm like. Dude, I get headaches when it's like that. Yeah, it picks up certain pollen in certain ways. And and it's just like, I mean, first world problem, but it just makes everything such more of a hassle. Yeah, you don't have to worry about extra clothing. You don't have to wear an umbrella. You don't yeah. have to worry about wet in the home. You don't have to worry about like so many things. If you, I mean, I guess it's my fault for getting a dog, but like <laughs> having to take your dog out to poop and pee in the rain, like the thing you they still need to go and so i'm more than willing to do it but it just adds extra like they get dirtier and smellier and then yeah they don't yeah. even like being in the rain they don't like being in the rain either <laughs> so it's like yeah but th- that i guess we could have saved i should have brought that up another time i mean i'm sure Corey would agree with us on that one though i don't think Corey likes the rain at all i don't know i know really? i feel like his family likes the cold and the and the rain maybe their family's just always cold in general <laughs> maybe <laughs> Maybe, but that's, that's, that's another time. And, and maybe Corey will come on another time and we'll have another spicy episode. <laughs> um, maybe make it a little bit more spicy. Cause I feel like we were just like the Taco Bell sauce. That was just mild. We that were just very says mild. Like, that says like, thanks for picking me. We, we were not willing to die on any hill and like be cutthroat. I was willing, but you guys were so understanding of each <laughs> other to set the tone. So I was like, all right, let, let's roll with it. But I did think of something that I wanted to ask you and talk to you about. Let's do it. I was listening to a different podcast and it wasn't this, what I'm about to ask you or tell you wasn't the main premise of their episode or it wasn't the main talking subject. It was just something mentioned real quick. And I was like, Ooh, that's interesting. So they're one of the guys brought up the movie Braveheart. Okay. Right. William Wallace, Uh classic freedom. Freedom. It is right. But what he said is he appreciated how well the movie was casted. And he meant by not necessarily like they just had a star studded cast. Cause I think a lot of people think of like, dude, that cast is loaded. It has yeah. the rock and it has Chris Pine and Kevin Hart and <laughs> Gal Gadot. And like, yeah, right. Yeah, and you're yeah. just like, Oh my gosh. Or like when you see oceans 11, you're like, what Huge. the heck? Yeah. 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 He meant it more like he felt like every, in, in most of the prominent roles and some that stood out to him that weren't like prominent characters, like those actors and actresses played their characters really well where you just see them as who they're portraying. Right. Right. Obviously Braveheart is more of like trying to be a little bit more historical and mm-hmm. um, themed to like country and, and like a time period with all air quotes on it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or it's not like, well, I'm not saying like, it's like, oh, do you believe he was Iron Man? Yeah, it was yeah, more yeah. like, do you believe that was Robert DeBruce? Or do you believe that that was right. the king? Or do you believe mm-hmm. that he was a, you know, one of the, one of the warriors? It's like, he was saying that he felt like it was casted well in all of those actors and actresses played their part really well. Uh-huh. And so I know you're a movie guy, you work on production and TV shows and different things like that. And so I was going to ask you, is there a movie or show that you feel like was casted really well 
that may not that may go under the radar because again i think a lot of people just think of oh it has big name actors in it that means i like it or that means it's good where i feel like it's not necessarily true mm-hmm. and i think it's even more of a bigger dud when there's a big name and you're like i feel like they didn't do that good of a job yeah well and first in response to the braveheart comment um the when i here that was casted so well the first thing that comes to mind was there's nobody else that could have done it the way that they did and if there was someone else it would drastically change the way that the cast would interact with each other or how scenes would go um and things that obviously we don't see in cinema is what happens off screen Mm. right there are a lot of times when characters will have a very intimate scene or very special bonding moment on camera but off camera you can still tell if they're not vibing really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't think of any examples off the top of my head. Well, sometimes but, they vibe too well because they end up starting an off-screen romance in real life. Right, right. And so, pros and cons to all of that. For sure. But I think, yeah, when I hear something's casted so well, it's like I could not imagine anyone else. So, for example, um, uh, this might give the feels to some people, but like I, as of right now, because he did such a good job, I can't imagine anyone else playing Black Panther of Chadwick Boseman, mm. right? Because he did so well, he he brought together so many hearts of yeah. just the film. Sure, maybe you could have supplemented other people in the cast, but because Chadwick Boseman did so well, mm-hmm. and even more so now that he's passed away, like no one else can take that mantle. Yeah, but like that means he, he was cast really, really well. Mm-hmm. But in terms of answering your question of a TV show or a movie that I think was cast really well. Um, and just a kind of a general blanket, blanket statement is sometimes actors can exceed in their acting because the script is written in such a way for sure where they can, it's just, I don't want to say it's easier, but they can look at a script and be like, oh, I know what to do with this. Well, I've even heard like, sorry to interrupt you, but I even heard like writers will write characters with someone in mind. Yes. So it's like you're playing to who they are already. Exactly. Yeah. And then like like you said, it helps them excel. But yeah, continue. Um, and so there is there's a little element of script writing. I just want to give shout out to all my writer friends because there there is a value in for sure like purpose to writing good yeah good material. Yeah. Um, but for me I really enjoy there's gonna be two shows that come to mind. I'll give two examples of um, the show community. Mm. Um and the show Parks and Recreation. Mm. They're sitcoms. They're kind of meant for laughs. But the reason why I picked those two was if if you ask any Parks and Rec fan, anybody, you'll, they'll always say, you just have to get through season one, <laughs> and then it gets better. after." And the reason why I think the biggest reason is because there's this one character. Yeah, I was told that. Mike Brandanowitz. Yeah. He, he changes the mood of the entire season one. Yeah. But then once he leaves at the end of season, I don't think that's a spoiler. Once he leaves at the end of season one, it picks up. The show changes very drastically. Mm-hmm. And just, you get, you learn more of the characters and like, it's a clear example of like that one, either how he was written or kind of how he was mm-hmm. as a character for the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work out as well. But if you ask any Parks and Rec after that season one, everything changes and it really picks up. Mm. But you kind of still need season one as as far as story goes and understanding the other characters, and so my other option was um, Community. I that one of my one of my favorite shows. I really really enjoy it. Um, Dan Harmon's the writer and creator, and so um, it's a it's a cast of seven people. Donald Glover being one of them. Joel McHale, mm-hmm. uh, Allison Brie, um, Danny Pudi. It's a great cast. And the first four or five seasons, people will will kind of go back and forth, but. 
there's a moment in the series of like season five, six, like characters start to leave, hmm. right? And characters, and they try to supplement it with other other characters, not new actors, just other characters mm-hmm. onto mm-hmm. the show. And the reason why you love the premise of the show because it's these people going to a community college. They come from all different walks of life, and they're very specific stereotypes per the person. Mm. And so they just really play up mm-hmm. who they are. You you play up the two the bro buddies, the the tryhard uh, scholar, the jock, mm. the old dummy, and so they they do such a great job at um, living out those roles and how they intercross paths all the time. And so I think it's such a great cast because at the end of the sh- series, they when they start to supplement other people, it just doesn't work the same huh and you start the shift changes and the mood changes because these characters either how they're written or how they're acted it it changes the show's mood drastically Mm -hmm. um so you're saying the original cast you feel like was casted really well and then because you see a kind of like a secondary cast come in there's a contrast and that's why right because and it, it it takes that new cast member to notice how good the first three or four seasons were. I see. And so sometimes for me, it's like, um, especially in life, like you don't know how good you have it until something's taken away. And you're just like, mm. man, I really need. So for example, if I pull my hamstring, oh my gosh, I have no idea how much I use my hamstrings. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I use it to get up from my chair. Yeah. You know, and so in the same way, like sometimes you don't know how good you have it until something's taken away. Yeah. And so in the same way for that cast for Community and Parks and Rec, you, you really get to see the difference, like mm. night and day. Mm. And so I think those are two shows that I really enjoy. And sitcoms are really easy yeah. because it's like they're just put in a situation, what will your character do? Yeah. Um, and so I think those are two shows that I would lean towards. For sure. There's one I, I thought of, or at least one. Have you seen the movie The Sandlot? I have. I feel like Legendary that movie. movie was casted well. And maybe, you know, it was written for specific characters and so getting those kids or those actors was a little easier to fit those roles but i feel like none of them were necessarily like super big names mm-hmm. or big stars but just the way that each kid was portrayed mm-hmm. like you could totally get into character from each of them right like mm-hmm. you had squints with the glasses and how <laughs> yeah. funny he was right smalls just how the contrast of him between the, the rest of the guys right and the catcher hams that guy was hilarious <laughs> right and then benny of course benny was like the mo- like all-star yeah the all-star yeah. right and so i feel like when i'm watching that one like it wasn't so much that i was like oh my gosh they're playing those kids so well it was just like when you just watch it there's just 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 this automatic belief where you're just like taking it in right and so i, I would say that's one and then there's a few yeah, yeah. yeah there's a few that's hard to think of like the entire movie yeah but there are a couple people that i recognize that they do such a good job in the roles because a lot of times when they're villains, like I actually don't like them. Oh, we, oh, I before see. Before yeah. it was like, I don't like that guy, but it's like, actually that means he's doing a really good job. Yes. Right? Like, yes. I mean, RIP, but Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were certain roles. I mean, he played a, he played a good range of roles too. Cause like mm-hmm. along came Pauly. He was like, different than like being the bad guy in Mission yep. Impossible. Right. Yep. I remember watching Mission Impossible and I was like, I, don't like him mm-hmm. yeah but it was yeah. like oh he's actually that means he's doing a good acting job oh yeah and then even i don't even know the guy's name but in a knight's tale the the bad guy in a knight's tale yeah gosh curly hair face. with those yeah. with those beady eyes Mm-mm-mm. i was like oh that guy just gets under my skin but a wonderful bad guy yeah yeah but he does he does a good job right mm-hmm. and so um 
Yeah, I, I just thought that was question was interesting because I know you have some experience. And I think with Sandlot is, is a great it was a great example because you look at them as a whole, as, yeah. a, as a group, and they they play their roles so well. One, it's a baseball team. For sure. It's a baseball movie. But two, like you look at because you can relate with any one of those kids for any reason. Yeah. Right? Like when they're um, – Playing tequila and going to the circus. It's just like... Throwing up. Yeah. I, I, oh, they didn't know. But it was like, I, I would probably do that. Yeah. Uh, they're just trying to be cool. They're trying to be like the big kids. Yeah. And like when you look at them as a whole, it's like, of course. Of course they're friends. Of course they know. Of course um, Ham is going to make those crazy jokes. Yeah. or get you in trouble. Of course Benny's going to do the right thing. He's yeah. going to step up. Yeah. And of course Smalls is going to try to live up to everyone's expectations. And so when you look at them as a whole, it's like... Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah, so I really like that. But then it made me think of, like, well, one, I, I kind of daydreamed and was like, I wonder what kind of, like, if I was an actor, <laughs> like, what role would I play well? And I was like, that was really hard for me to think of. But then it made me think of, like, well, what roles do I play in real life? Okay. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I think I wanted to ask you, like, have you, well, I know you have, but what are some of the times where you've, you've like done your role or have found a role that fits you and then like the outcome of it that you've seen has been so much greater than just like your success, if that makes sense, right? Because like even when you're talking about the Sandlot, like I'm thinking you, when you're saying you just see it as a whole, like, yeah, Benny was like the star, but each of them kind of starred in their role, which right. made, like you said, the whole really good. And then, like, it made Sandlot, like, I mean, obviously, it's nostalgic for me, so I'm going to say it was really good. Right. But it made it a very enjoyable, memorable movie, which was which is bigger than just one of their parts, right? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask you if you have experienced that and in where or what capacity and, and what doing what or what was it? Uh, oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, the first thing and the easiest thing that comes to mind for me is um, growing up, I would play basketball on a team. And offensively, I was not very much of a threat. And still, I'm still currently not. But like, because <laughs> I was one of the more athletic kids and I prized defense, mm. Um, I specifically remember me, the coach would put me in for longer periods and yeah. guarding a very specific person. For sure. And he was like, make sure that person doesn't get the ball. Yeah. Or if they do get the ball, like crash on them hard for yeah. defense. Yeah. And so I recognize my role on the offensive side is not critical. Yeah. But on the defensive end, I'm stopping certain plays mm -hmm. and I could keep up with them because I had the stamina or whatever. Yeah. And so I think that the... And the, the tenacity... <laughs> Yeah. Just hounded them. And so what for me, when you ask that question, like I recognized I'm not helping this team offensively, well, but defensively, I definitely knew that was my strong suit and it was my goal and that's how, what I was looked at yeah. to guard these certain players. Yeah. Well, you weren't a liability on offense, but yeah. it was just like that wasn't necessarily your strength. That, so to yeah, say. that was not my strong suit. I got better like later in my yeah. career, but um, the first eight years or whatever. Um, it was <laughs> it was like I was more on the defensive end. Yeah. And so I, I understood my role. My role is to make that other player not do as well as they normally do. For sure. That's very important. And so for me, it's looking as a team, it's like I know who our offensive threats are, mm. so I know who I'm going to pass it to, or I know the play enough 
where I have to be patient or I'm not going to be selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know where this ball should go because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's we're all working together as a team. Yeah. Like, of course, there are players that could, quote, unquote, take over a game yeah. offensively. But, like, you, you kind of still need to know there's an offense and a defensive side of the court. For sure. And so if you are great at offense but you suck at defense, then it's like, well. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you could be a li- you could be a liability on one right. end. Right. That's cool. Have you experienced it in terms of like cuz I know I'm not very familiar with the world of like production and mm-hmm. show running and um even writing or coming up with it. Have you experienced cuz I feel like sports is is a natural area to kind of see that. Like even the Absolutely. sandlot, right? It was easy for me to kind of point that out. Absolutely. But in other arenas like I don't think we always think of like our role specifically in view of the bigger picture. Yeah. And it's actually funny that you use that specific language of bigger picture because for, in my world of just film and TV, um, there's a literal hundred plus people all working behind the camera mm-hmm. that you never know about. Yeah. And sometimes you'll look at a TV show like, I could do that. It's like, Oh, there's a team of eight people doing what you think is so easy. Yeah. And so, when you say the big picture, it's kind of like there's a a crew of a hundred plus, depending on what what it is, but there's this crew of a hundred people broken up into fifteen different departments, mm-hmm. and like we have to work together. Mm-hmm. There's no department that can act independent without another department, mm-hmm. right? They're the bare bones of like a production department. They're the ones who who rent the space. They're the ones who get you paid. They're the one who gets you meals, mm-hmm. right? And so they worry about things that you don't have to worry about to function through your day, right? Mm-hmm. And then let's say that there's like the art department. Everything you see on camera, you think that's it's very easy to get that on camera, but no, it has to look pretty. It has to work in the right light. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, cross-department working together because mm. they need each other. Mm. And there's, and I mean, you could look at it from a frame of, well, that's not my job. I don't do that. Yeah. But it's like, you could always help another department in making something easier for them. And so we recognize on set that there's all these different departments. I don't know your job, so I can't tell you what to do. Mm. This is what I need for us to succeed. Mm -hmm. And it's all for everything that's on camera, Mm -hmm. whatever you're looking at. And so the final product that comes out, at least on production on the day of filming, like everyone needs to recognize you have to just wait for other departments, Mm. you know, and um, we, you constantly have to work together because it's impossible to be by yourself. Have you been in situations where it doesn't work well or people don't know their roles and then it makes it hard? Yes. And so there, so it's funny because there's, um, so typical hours on set is anywhere from eight to 14, 15 hours, depending on what department you're in. Yeah. Um, usually it's around 12. You don't want to go above 12, beyond 12. But there are times, a lot of times in film, and some things can't just be helped, but, oh, we're waiting on, like mm-hmm. we're waiting on sound we're waiting for makeup we're waiting for camera we're mm-hmm. waiting for someone mm-hmm. because they're they they just are doing so much and so you're just like well we have to wait but there is often a lot of miscommunication mm. of people not being on the same page of what they're doing well i thought this oh so and so didn't tell you and so there's there's also a lot of like um just the channels there is not uh, fluidity mm-hmm. a lot of times um and i think the with the more professional people you work with the easier that goes. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there, there's always, well, I thought someone said this. Well, I thought someone said that. And mm-hmm. so you learn in the industry to be very, very clear with what your instructions are. Mm-hmm. And so like I've made a bunch of mistakes because I didn't like 
so what I've learned now is to read it back to them. So when I get a command or something to do, I, I say it back to them just so I can understand it right. Yeah. And so there's so many times in departments where people don't understand something correctly. Yeah. Or there's just a lot, there's a huge miscommunication. Dude. Or, yeah. Miscommunications, I feel like, have to be top five. Yeah, it has to be top five things that happen in the world. Oh, ab- Absolutely. Like and, in yeah. just in anything, I feel like I feel like it just has, it's top five. It's in the power five, and it's not even about the information that you're receiving. Sometimes people are just very bad at explaining things. That too, but um, that's what then that's why you 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 say it back to them. Or even I've learned. Or even like the way someone interprets what is said could be. You're like, I would never think that way, but I <laughs> guess I could see how. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a chance of that. There's so many avenues of miscommunication so crazy and it's it's to your benefit to not assume certain things yeah and it's just always better to ask mm-hmm. hey did you mean clarify this yeah and just to clarify just be like oh you mean left you mean camera left mm-hmm. stage left mm-hmm. or host le- right whatever it is and so i think in in my industry there's just always in any in any field right there's always different departments HR, accounting, finance, whatever. Yeah. There's always there's always different departments, but especially for film, because we're all trying to work for the same goal mm-hmm. of just this picture or this show or whatever it is. Like you want to get it right the first time for sure, because you don't want to be there longer and waiting for something. Yeah. Else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think every department has to recognize I need other departments mm. for my job. Mm-hmm. And we have we have to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything that we can get communicate, if there's um, one of the things in the film too, that there's a clear hierarchy. Like mm-hmm. if you have a question, you know who to ask. For sure, that helps. Um, and some departments are kind of on the nose. I need a broom. Who should I ask? Oh, ask this specific department because they're the only ones who would have a broom. <laughs> um, or it's like I need a. I have a sound issue. Go to the sound department, right? Yeah. Kind of things. Um, and so. Uh, if you've been in the industry long enough, you recognize there are easy ways to go who I, kn- who I know to ask for questions. So that's why usually the communication is really clear and easy, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I've been a part of a lot of uh, not well-explained instructions. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting because I think in that scenario, right, it's like there's a clear objective. So mm-hmm. like you're saying, we have to work together. It's like everybody's getting paid to do that too. Yeah, and then it's true. like they know their, their role. So in, in a way it should help because it's like, well, I need to do my role because we have to do this. And there's also like, I want to help these other departments to make it smooth. So yeah. I'm going to do a little bit of extra. I, I, I want to know their job so that I can help them do their job better as well. Mm-hmm. And that, that just comes with um, just good people working with good people. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that doesn't always happen. Though. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's interesting because in other arenas, like sports, obviously, there's an objective, right? And win, yeah, win <laughs> or succeed. But even within that, I think there's a little bit more. There could be a little bit more of people pulling in different directions. I think in a yeah. movie, it's kind of harder because it's like you agreed to do this for this, so you're, everyone's going to try to do it. Right. There could be disagreements and whatnot, like anywhere. But I feel like outside of like a team setting like that or like work. I don't know if roles is something that is 
explicitly talked about a lot, right? Like, oh, yeah. Even like us as friends, mm-hmm. like whether we want to label it a role, a role or not, like we all do play a role in a sense that mm-hmm. there is something bigger than just ourselves. Yeah. Right. Unless you're just going to be a selfish son of a gun, then <laughs> you don't care about the bigger picture. But it's interesting to kind of take, try to take a step back and think about the role you play or ask what is your role mm-hmm. in some of those settings, whether it's friendships, relationships, um, marriage, marriage. Yeah. I, I just think there's a lot of times like a implicit, like even like social cues or like people just have like a sense of like, okay, this is kind of how this person is This is, and like what's okay and what's not. But it's not necessarily explicitly stated like, okay, you're allowed to do this and this person's not allowed to do this because yeah. that's not their strength, but they can do this. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you as well, what do you feel like is your role or have you found a role or thought about your role in those other areas that's maybe not necessarily team-based or work-based yeah um it i think as you grow older and myself included you realize you start to wear different hats Mm. and you uh for me i i love social interaction but in the way of like i kind of like to people watch or i like to watch what's going on around me especially in social dynamics Mm -hmm. and so when it comes to like a friend group or marriage you kind of start to pick up like okay, well, this person always usually does that thing or I usually always do this thing. Mm. Um, and so for me, I've over time, I've had to recognize what roles do I play. And so let's say a friend group. We have a friend group of around like eight or nine. Okay, before you oh, answer, okay. I just thought okay. of this. Why don't we do... Um, oh, here we go. I'll guess what you think your role is. <laughs> okay. And you guess what you think my role is and then you can share what you feel like your role is and I'll share what In I In our thought. friend group? Yeah. Okay. Or just as friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah since yeah, we yeah. share that space. Um, uh, yeah. Should we, uh, am should, I going first? Am I going we, for me or am I going for you? Should we guess each other's first so that it's not like influenced by what we already say okay. or what we say our roles are? Okay. All right. I'll go first. I'll give you time okay. to think then. All right. I'm going to say for your role, I feel like you are one of the initiators. I feel like you will hit people up to do stuff or like try to gather people to come together. I think you also, one of your roles is you do try to make it easier for everybody by either like trying to come up with like places to eat before we talk about it. Cause you know, we're going to take time talking about it <laughs> or very, very indifferent or like, yeah, like you'll bring games because you know, it's like something fun to do or, um, you're willing to run the games and, and allow the group to have fun. I think that's part of one of the hats that you wear. Um, I think you also, um, sometimes are more of the, logic-based thinking in in our group or whether we play games or it's like situations there's just certain times i can already hear in my head you're just like like why would you you could have just did it you know like very more like linear and logical which sometimes we can get pretty out there (laughs) um and then i think i think you also um listen well 
I think you listen well to everybody that's talking, whether you agree with them or not. <laughs> I think there's friends that we hang out with that I don't want to say combative, like they get like physical, but just like their response is quicker to be like share how they feel or you, I think listen and um, are inquisitive to hear more of what that person says. And then you'll not respond in a way to necessarily combat them or counter them, but you're not also afraid to share if it, if it is different, uh-huh. right? If your opinion is different or you will make sure to hear that person out so they don't feel like they weren't heard, but then you also will share your opinion. And so I think off the top of my head, those are the four or five hats I think that you, you definitely bring to the table and, I, and I've witnessed um, in our friend group. So I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Oh, no, I appreciate it. I, no, thank you. Um, I you would, are you just saying that? No, 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 no. no. I, I, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm trying to look back in scenarios like, oh, I guess I do do that because that just comes very natural out of me. Mm. Um, so some of those things aren't things you feel like you are quote unquote trying to do. Yeah, I think it just, for me, it'll just naturally kind of come out. Mm. Um, so, what, okay, what would you say then you think your role is or that you do or the hats that you do wear? Uh, in The first thing that came to mind is I'm, I would say I'm more of a, initiator is not the word I would use. I would say I'm more of a, like, push, like, let, let, let's go. We're kind of just standing around. Mm. And so the first thing I thought of was, like, so let's say we're trying to decide somewhere to eat <laughs> or let's say we have decided somewhere to eat. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, let's go. Why <laughs> like, are we just, I'll drive or us? like, I'll go with someone if they want to drive. Yeah. Or I'll just start like, be like, all right, you guys drive together or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm more of the like, okay, let's yeah, pick what, it up. What are we doing? You know? Yeah. And, and that's not necessarily, or it could be, I'm not on a, on a schedule or anything, but it's just like, all right, well, are we going to hang out till like four? You're the time, what, you're the time keeper. Yeah, I'm just like, let's, let's, let's go. <laughs> I don't know what we're waiting for. We can continue this conversation while we eat. Um, and that might be motivated by hunger or <laughs> I just don't want to stand around or whatever. <laughs> but I kind of see myself as like, all right, let's go. Because like I, I'm very cognizant of when people throw out ideas, I'm very okay with like, all right, let, let's go. Let, yeah. Let's do it. All right, you're, you're that, that, that hat that you wear is going to be called the Mario. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I was like, come on. What are we doing? Um, and that's kind of how I see myself. Um, another one you kind of mentioned of, um, and we had talked about this before. Uh, I, so I have a huge passion and love for board games. You're the Game uh, Boy. I have I have many. Uh, I have You're the Game Boy Advance. W- way too many <laughs> uh, board games. But I think uh, sometimes I will bring to the table games, and I'm always... Uh, thinking about what would people enjoy, yeah, or what, um, what kind of mood are people in, um, and so whenever I'm invited to hang out, I'm always asking like, oh, how many people are there going? Because that will depend on how many games I bring. For Not, sure. And then sometimes I want to know who's going because I know certain people like certain things. Yeah, I know. Sometimes um, you you message me and I say, who cares, Brandon? <laughs> who cares? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because some people ask who's going because like, oh, they're going. I don't want to go. Like, I will always go, but just like, well. These people like. Will these you games. always go? I will. I will if, I'm, if I'm available. If you ask and they say who's going, do you go? Ugh. I'm busy. Again. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> um, no, but I think because I like to think about what games do these people enjoy, yeah. and so I don't think this is a hard call out. But your wife has more particular game tastes, yeah. Than let's say you or I. And well, so, it, I think it's also to the degree that 
which we play games. Y- yes. And yes. you you are you have been very sensitive to seeing that okay, sometimes we do get pretty <laughs> get intense or like too nitty-gritty <laughs> to it where other people just want to play to have fun. Yes. So it like excludes certain people so you're like <laughs> Okay, I want to make sure that the game kind of just stays at an even keel level so that <laughs> yeah. everyone can play. Because yeah, I can get I can get really tunnel vision in a board game, but a lot of times it's like I don't think I have to. Yeah. Or I want to be a little bit more inclusive, especially if I'm bringing the game. But we draw that out of you. Yeah. So <laughs> so for example, for your wife, like she doesn't the degree to which we play. Yeah. And so I I've been on a mission for the past year or so yeah. of getting games that I think that she would enjoy, and yeah. I've I've hit gold a few times, sometimes not all the time. But well, sometimes it's our fault too. Because yeah, yeah. We, take, just we like, take it a little too far. Yeah. Um, and so, so one of my roles is like I'll bring the games depending on who's going or sure. how many players are there. And so, not that I'm necessarily bringing the fun, but because I have so many, it's like you're providing an opportunity. Uh, yeah, and for fun. And there's many times where I've brought games and we've never played them, and it's not like I get sad. Yeah. Or it's just it's an like, option. Oh, I lugged this for nothing. No, it's it's more of like. Well, this I want this to be available if anyone wants to go that way, uh-huh. and recognizing that not everyone wants to. Because that's time. your Mario hat. Well, we're sitting around. You're like, Let, let's go, let's yeah. do something. Four out of six people are on their <laughs> phones. <laughs> Can we do something else? Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of some of the roles that I bring. Or, um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm usually pretty down for anything, mm-hmm. but. Uh, talking about another role, I'm usually pretty down, but sometimes I can be indifferent. Like, oh, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm pretty usually pretty, pretty down for sure. Um. Yeah. Do I have any? Do I do I bring any more? Do I bring anything else to the table? Is that all I do? No, you do more than that. Yeah. I think some of it branches from those things. Right. 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 Like part of you having the game also relates to being the the timekeeper because it's like I don't want to waste our time. Like. Not that we would waste our time, but just like yeah. let's do something together, or yeah. like listen, if even if we're not playing a game, like let's talk about, you know, whatever. Like yeah. I just want to make the most of the time we have together, and so I think th- that might not be a specific role, but it, it comes from those hats, I guess, that right. you're you're kind of talking about. Okay, let's try to do one for you. Okay, so the roles that I think that you bring. To do you need more board. time? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I think I actually would say that you're an initiator because I actually receive a lot of texts from you. Hey, you free or what are you doing? Yeah. I'm pushing uh, you that way. Huh? No, no, no. I, I appreciate it. Every uh, week it's like, Hey, what are you up to this weekend? What are you doing? What are you doing tomorrow? Huh? Okay, are you free? But, but there are some times <laughs> where you will be like, Hey, are you free? And then I like expect all the tank tonight, but then that doesn't come. It's just like a for sure. I'm just like, oh, okay. So we're not hanging out tonight, but it, it, I don't know what's going through your head or your context. Well, Okay, keep going. I won't interrupt you. Keep <laughs> but going. I'll explain later. But there are some times where you're just like, "Hey, what you doing this weekend? Are you free?" And then, <laughs> but anyway, you're an initiator, and I and I do really, really appreciate that because, um, because I'm such an extrovert, and a particular friend will call me a social butterfly. Like I'm always down to kind of just be with other people, um, and just get out of the house a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I think you're you're actually a big initiator, and I think, um, this might be role part two depending on that first one is i think you very naturally people gravitate towards you and really I, think, I, I do actually in our group especially in our group really i think that you're a natural gravity because um i think oh if brett's down to hang it would pull more people as opposed to if you weren't down huh. to hang or or if you're busy i think like oh brett's free Cause in my mind if i think like oh if brett's free more people are going to be there that's kind of how I think of it. And then you show up and there's just you and you're just like, oh, <laughs> but, dang it. <laughs> but, which is, but it's fine. But it's, like, if you're busy, you're busy. But I think 
you have a natural gravity towards you. Huh. And that's not necessarily just in our friend group, too. I think there are other people similarly. Like, if you're down and willing, there there's this natural force that you bring. Um, mm. uh, I don't know if that's necessarily a role, but I think that is what you are. Like, you just naturally, people want gravitate towards you. And so that leads to point role number two, I think. Um, depending on your mood... <laughs> This, I like your I like your clarifying statement. <laughs> depending on your mood, um, I think, um, or depending on your mood or your attention to your phone or not, I think you have uh, the biggest ability to be the quote unquote life of the party because because uh, and, and my, my my wife will speak to this too. Like you have these like zingers and these like one liners, not like not like Chandler zingers, but you'll have these these things and. Like your wife might ro- roll her eyes or shake her head. She's not, they, they, not might, she will. But the group is just like, like that is really funny or you'll bring certain um, topics up. And I think you kind of, you have the ability to revitalize our group or a group with some of your one-liners. And I say, depending on your mood, because I mean, you're not 100% every time. And yeah. That's fine. Or you're busy on your phone, whether texting someone for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know what you're doing on your phone. I'm not staring. But I'm looking up one-liners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's kind of like, um, uh, depending on how much you're on your phone, and that's not to say that you're on your phone a lot. Yeah. But it's just if you're on your phone, I realize the zingers are the, the numbers are less. Yeah. Because you're you're busy or you're distracted, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I think you have the ability to bring a lot of laughter to the group because because huh. you're quick-witted in a way that's like like that's funny because I think a lot of your comedy is not reactional but like. Uh, something will happen and then you'll you'll jump on it really quick. Mm. And but there has to be something there. Something there for that to happen. Yeah. Right. And so we have another friend who his jokes are very they're very witty and they're very second level jokes. Yeah. They can seem dry if you kind of if you don't really know yeah. him that well, but then he'll say a joke and you're just like, Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. Uh, but his don't come out as like as frequently as yours, I would say. Yeah. And so I think one of your roles is you have this ability to because of your gravitational pull Huh. You have this ability to bring a lot of laughter and joy into a conversation because you'll say, because whatever idea hits your mind, you'll react to it <laughs> or you'll see someone like in the, on the street or walking by or something. And you're like, dude, what if this person ball? <laughs> and so because you're re- reactionary humor, it's like, funny it, to hear it, it, somebody else say stuff. Cause some of it I'm like, do I do? But yeah. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, and so I think that's, um, so yeah, a few roles that you do. Um, another role that I think that you have is um, this, uh, I think, not if an argument is happening, but if there are two sides to a story, you're very good at keeping neutral ground. Um, sometimes I've been told it's too good. <laughs> and so like, um, some sometimes you're, you feel very strongly about something else, but you're very good at like, well, the perspective or your empathy levels will look at something else. Mm. And I've been in a place of like, okay, yeah, like that's true. <laughs> I still feel this way, but like you're very good at like keeping a, a level headed mm. when a certain topic comes out um, because your empathy levels are high, higher than mine. Of uh, you'll, <laughs> you'll see it. Um, and I'm not saying, it's not to say that we have arguments, but like t- let's say two other people are talking about something like, well, there's also this, or we don't know yeah. X, Y, and Z. And yeah. You don't either, right? But yeah. it's just like, we don't know. And I think you have this ability to to keep people like, well, well, there are certain factors, variables that we just don't know about. Yeah. Let's just drop it kind of thing. Or if like, there's no answer. Yeah. Let's talk about something else. Um, 
I think you have that great ability as well mm. um, in, in certain conversations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That, that's pretty funny because I have never, well, I guess I've heard certain things of that nature or similar in the past, but uh, yeah, I just like how you, how you broke that down. It was kind of funny. Um, I think I would agree with most of them. <laughs> I think it's hard. It, I, like you said, it's kind of hard to hear it and then acknowledge it if it is something you feel like you might be do naturally. Right. Right. Um, there's certain things where I know I've had to learn. So like being objective and trying to, it's something I had to learn. So I know <laughs> that I try to do that the best that I can and I don't always do it well. Right. But I know that's something that I try to do. The other stuff, I think it does come natural. And I think sometimes there's a battle inside of me to like, not that I'm not myself around <laughs> you guys, but just like, I know that everybody has a capacity for certain things. <laughs> so you hold yourself back. They're yeah. limiters. Or yeah, just like I'm trying to be mindful too and smart, right? Yeah. Some people probably don't think I am. Like I think the way that I joke, some people could see it as like, he doesn't know the line. <laughs> yeah. Like that guy goes way past the line. But in my own head, I feel like and okay, so maybe I'm just wrong <laughs> now that I'm talking about it out loud. But I feel like I try to be as zingy or as witty or as like, you know, part of my, my way of showing love is not necessarily making fun of somebody like yeah, calling yeah. them whatever, but like making jokes with them or commenting right. on something they say or do. Right. You, I know you've been a part of that. <laughs> and my wife has made me apologize to you, even though I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's fine. I don't yeah, I don't care. But, um, but just that I try to be mindful too of like, okay, you can kind of go to this point and after that's too far. Uh -huh. And I try to keep it... <laughs> right at maybe, the line. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> wrong. Well, okay, I try to keep it at the line sometimes and sometimes that line is uncomfortability, but sometimes that line is also just like everybody's cracking up and having a good time. Yeah. So I just want to keep that going. Keep that high, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. it's not necessarily like, oh, I just want it to be uncomfortable all the time. <laughs> but sometimes that is one of the lines where I'm like, yeah, let's get closer to that line. <laughs> Or I just like, I like saying things that sometimes people are thinking, but no one's going to say no it. One's willing to so say then it, yeah. I'll say it in a way where it's kind of like, I know you'll catch on a lot of times because you'll be like, you'll just be like, that's funny. Or you'll be like, I could see your face. You're just like, okay, I can't believe you actually said that. Yeah, should I laugh at this joke? Yeah. 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 No, that, that that's interesting. And I think the initiator part is actually something I wrestled with a lot. I don't know if you I think I do. I, I think I eventually told you about it. Yeah. And that's why I appreciated you being in this year too. I felt like for a couple of seasons, and and this is just from my perspective, so I could be wrong come in your perspective. I felt like for some seasons, I was like the main one initiating. Uh -huh. And so there was a period where I was kind of like, yo, how come nobody hits me up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think... I had to reconcile with like, well, maybe it is your role to hit them up and maybe they're used to that. So they're just waiting for you to hit them up. Right. Cause your mind can also go to the other point where you're like, well, maybe they don't really want to hang out with you. So why are you right, hitting them right, up? Maybe right. they're just doing it because you're Negative asking. Route, yeah. But if you don't ask and they're not hitting you up, then do they really want to hang out with you? Right. You could go through all of these like what ifs and yeah, yeah. because I could just this unhealthy yeah, rabbit this, hole. Yeah. And I could think of a billion thoughts just going crazy. Uh -huh. Like maybe they only want to hang out with you because of this, but when there's this person, they don't, I was just like, okay, that's too much. Every well, Friday night, I'm really just waiting on my phone, Brett, waiting for you. Is he okay. texting today? I'm just gonna picture that. <laughs> oh, he hasn't texted me yet. Okay. Um, but I think I had to understand that, like, 
and 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 part of it, like we kind of mentioned, or we we kind of talked before, was like a lot of these things come back to identity. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I had to realize that like that's just kind of who I am and and how I am, and and I have to take and trust, and I do my friends' words for it that if they do actually want to hang out and I ask then they're going to be down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they don't, they'll say, no, I'm busy or they can't, or like I'm tired today. And and people have told me that and it's no offense. I don't take any offense. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, I get that. And so I had to kind of get over myself in understanding that maybe this is my role mm-hmm. and not that I'm limited to that, but this is something that I do well or it's on my mind or I am conscious of. And so like, yeah, if you want to hang out, why don't you ask people, right? And um. I do think as I'm hearing kind of what you see my roles as or the, the parts that I play, I can see how there is a fine line, right? Of like doing that well mm. and it and it helping the whole, mm-hmm. whether we're talking oh, about friends yeah. or it's like there can also be an unhealthy side of it, mm-hmm. right? If you're like either stuck in that role or you're only focused on that, then you kind of miss out on the other things, or you can almost be a detriment in in some ways. I'm, it might be harder to to see in 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 a friend group, but like if I was, so like say if some of the some of the the roles or the hats that you feel like um, that I that I that I do or or lead. Like if I wasn't say as objective, and I was, you know, maybe only focus on like trying to be funny or zing people or whatever, like it could come off in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Right. And it could be detriment to the people that we hang out with or you or mm-hmm. myself. Cause people won't want to hang out with me. And, um, I, I think some of those unspoken, um, social rules or social comfortabilities that we have help you kind of find your lane mm-hmm. And and not to say that you're boxed in. That's it's it's hard because the language gives you a good image, but then it's you're not limited to that. Yeah. Right. And so it's like it helps me find like okay with these friends, I can be like this. Right. Right. And I can be myself in this way. Well, versus you're in a group of strangers, you still want to be yourself, but there's a, a capacity, a degree, a, a volume that you that you take up where it's not going to look the same as if you're close friends. And and so. I all, all of this is is to make me once in, for every once in a while I feel like I, I it's good to take a step back and look at the roles that you play. Yeah. And um what are the things that you're doing well and what are the things that maybe you aren't or how can you improve or what are the things you need to focus on or or like trust in, right? Cuz I think sometimes we can get like I was sharing earlier, like self-conscious about herself, even mm-hmm. though I've been mm-hmm. friends with you guys forever, like I can still think like, oh shoot, was that like, no, I've had to apologize to you because I'm like, hey dude, I was joking around and I, mm-hmm. I really didn't mean any offense by it, mm-hmm. right? And and I only say that because I know our relationship and so I just want to make sure we're cool, right? Something of that nature. Right. I don't know how you received that, but from me, it was like, oh, I need to check myself too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, it's so, and we've obviously been talking in roles in a friend group, um, but there are just so many roles about that we haven't really talked about mm-hmm. that we also need to consider. Like, what's the role that I play as a son or a child? Yeah. What's the role that I play in my marriage? Yeah. What are the, what kind of hats am I wearing, and are these are the are we dis, are these being discussed? Yeah. You know, and it's it's kind of like that weird thing to like go up to a friend or a, a partner and be like, 
hey, what role do I play in our relationship? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. kind of weird to start a like, conversation that way. What, dude? <laughs> hey, listen to this podcast. <laughs> but basically, it's one of those things where it's like, um, it's it's better to get it out there mm-hmm. and kind of understand and, and be maybe even be shut down and be like, no, that's not your role at all. I don't see you that way. Yeah. To get that clarification. And For that, sure. That miscommunication that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Of... Um, and I can almost guarantee because our friends listen to this podcast, they're going to come up to us and be like, I don't think this is what your role is. <laughs> I think maybe, this is this. Maybe. And, but it's, but it's good. It's good to hear these things yeah. because they're, when it comes to roles and being a part of a group or recognizing the whole, um, you know, what, how can you improve? I think something that we also don't really talk about is of course we all have strengths and we, we lean into those very naturally, mm-hmm. but that doesn't say that you shouldn't speak into the weaknesses mm. that we have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, Oh, I'm never going to, I'm never going to work on that. It's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe you should. Yeah. Um, but, or, or opening your eyes to like being more open with your friends and leaning on them. Right. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. In ways that you may be weak, but you know that there might be strong. It's like a way that you can have even closer relationship because it's like, we complement each other in this this way. And so mm. if you're doing something outside of maybe just hanging out, but you're like, hey, like I know that, you know, Brandon's really good at this. Like, oh, he might be able to help me. Yeah. Right. And and be able to lean on them in, in, in that way. Yeah. And that makes me think of like, let's say we're planning an event, mm-hmm. right? For for church or for whatever. Like you know who's naturally better at logistics or yeah. communications and delegation. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hey, can you work on this and then I'll work on this other part for sure or it's like um hey i know i can worry about the logistics i know who can bring the easy ups to the to the beach let's mm-hmm. say and you can you get food mm-hmm. and whatever and like my natural time will be delegation or something yeah and so like when you're so even in friend groups and working together and working on these weaknesses yeah you can you can grow in those things and i think it's i think it's like a weird weird to say but to know other people's weaknesses and how you can help them for sure um, with what they are. Cause I know some people who are yeah like not great planners, but they're wonderful to be with and they're wonderful to like um, get things going for sure. They just suck at planning for sure. And I, and I think that's where like, I, I remember one time our pastor told us um, a while back, um, he was talking about, I think relationships and stuff, but he said, Hey, I challenge you this week to ask your friends or, or your significant other, like, like, what do you need or how, how mm. can I improve on being, such and such. And I think in, in, in that way, it's more direct to the other person. Right. But in a way that is asking like, how can I serve you in a way, right? Like how mm-hmm. can my role, who I am serve you? Cause I think a lot of times when we hear role, we feel like that's just what you do and that's it. But I, I think the way that we have been talking about it is that to some degree, but is also like who you are, with those people because it does adjust, right? Like you said, yeah. you wear many hats. So it's not just like, oh, you have to just be this. Like right. just because I'm initiator, if you initiate with me and ask me to hang out, doesn't mean I have to now try to initiate with, a, it's like I <laughs> yeah, could just yeah. receive that. Right. Right. And right. I'm not, I don't have to wear that hat. Right. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I think I've asked you that question before, like, what do you need or how can I be a better friend or help you? And, and mm-hmm. I, and it feels kind of weird, but like you said, I do think when things are, are shared or people have an understanding or just hear it out or um, even hearing someone else's perspective, like you said, cuts some of that miscommunication. But also, like, it's so much better when I think there's just a mutual understanding. Yeah. Um, and it's so much better when 
someone knows that you have that level of care or like mm-hmm. that level of like, hey, I want to make sure you have a good time. I want to make sure that you feel like we're good friends. I want to make sure that you feel comfortable. You know, like those yeah. things yeah, yeah, yeah. where then I feel like in the long run, there's just a better friendship, relationship, um, experience when you're hanging out or when you're talking or when you're in a time of need, right? And that goes, I think, in your relationship, like you said, with your parents as a son, mm-hmm. daughter, with your friends, with your spouse. Yeah. And then there is even that with strangers and, and people you come in contact with or your colleagues and whatnot. But in each of those, there's, a, I think, a different degree of that. But I don't think it hurts any of those relationships mm-hmm. and, and being a part of what is my part, what is my role, what, what do I do? What do I bring to the table? And mm-hmm. being aware of maybe where you lack and where someone else could help you. Mm-hmm. And just to reiterate what you're saying too, for me, it's just, um, it starts with, it starts with you and just realizing what do I think that I, what role do I think I play? Mm-hmm. And then getting that confirmation when you make that approach mm-hmm. to whoever it is. Hey, this is kind of what I think. Am I right? Am I wrong? Do you feel, do you feel the same way? And And, it, and I don't think those conversations are always easy. Either. For sure. To go up to someone and be like, hey, this is what kind of where I, where I think I am with our group, with in my relationship with you or whatever. Um, and it's kind of like, well, what's what does the end of this conversation look like, right? <laughs> yeah. But on the practicality sense. But um, it is good to to bring up maybe from time to time. Or um, I think about, I don't have any kids, but I think about um, for when I do to have this conversation with my wife and say, hey, like how, how are we going to parent this child? For sure. Right? Together. And it it kind of, it, it's because it's a together. Yeah. Like, am I the enforcer? Am I the disciplinarian? Or am I the nurturer? Me personally, I'm not either of those, but <laughs> it's like, like I, you, it, it's good to discuss, like, how yeah. are we going to do this? Because we are now role, we are now putting on this parenting role mm-hmm. and putting on these hats mm-hmm. of, we need to discuss this. Mm-hmm. And can, like, ima- I can't really imagine, and I'm sure this has happened, but like parents that, raise their child without having certain discussions. Yeah, I feel like that'd be tough. Yeah, and like you kind of have to, and you might butt heads because that conversation never happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I was raised this way. Well, I was raised this way. Now what? Yeah. Right, and yeah. so you kind of need, I feel like it's almost inevitable for parents yeah. to come to that place of this is how we're going to do it together as a unit, yeah. as a team. And I think you brought up another good point of how you're kind of half joking like, oh, I'm neither of those. <laughs> There's certain situations that require you to take on a role. Yes. Right? Yes. Even if you don't, that's not how you see yourself. It's like, well, it's necessary for me. Like when it comes to being a parent, it's like, well, there's a life that's dependent on you. That might not be a role. Well, now it is because it falls under the category of being a parent. You have to do it. Yeah. Right. And so it's finding your own place in that, but taking it on and doing it. And um, yeah, I think what you said, it could be difficult talking to them. And I think another key thing is you have to be okay enough with yourself where if you ask somebody and they share with you what they feel like you bring or what you do and you don't like it or necessarily see it the same way. I was just thinking that. To be okay with that or to ask questions to say like why they think those things and see maybe where that's coming from and try to see if, oh, I can see how that comes across or I do that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But then also being able to explain where you're coming from. Right. And then from there, it's, okay, if this is how A, B, C, and D is being interpreted or what they they feel, one, do I need to change that? Mm-hmm. Two, 
is there miscommunication? And then three, like, well, maybe I can try to bring this to the table and it would allow for this to happen or whatever, whatever the right. scenario is. Right. Because I think as much as yes, we, we need to understand who we are and, and what we bring to the table, but sometimes it's skewed from our perspective. Like you right. said, miscommunication. You only see what you see. You only see what you see. And so you could have great intentions, but it could come off a different way. Yes. And so just to have that checkpoint of like, mm-hmm. Hey, and not to say, Hey, this, here's my resume. This is what I bring to the table. <laughs> Right. Take it or leave it. Yeah. yeah. Take it or leave it or tell me how much I suck or how great I am. But more like saying, Hey, you know, I, I hope that when I was doing this, like it didn't come off this way. Or you, and if they say like, no, yeah, I, I appreciate that. There's oh yeah. 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 There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, I appreciate that you it's received. Well, mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. what you're doing. That's like a sign for you to see that. Okay. It is being kind of taken in the way that I, yeah. I, um, intended it to be. Whereas if it's like, Oh, uh, I did not get that. Then you can kind of have a gauge of like, Oh, the way that I'm, or even like the way that I'm joking with people, right. Right. It's not being received well, or the way that I'm trying to have fun with everybody, they're not enjoying it. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, without it being too awkward or like (laughs) almost like logistical and talking about, okay, how are we all going to operate together? Yeah. There is a level that, with trusting, I feel like it's more likely to having with the trusting or, or mm. pretty good relationships where mm-hmm. a discussion of this nature could be beneficial. Mm-hmm. And I think just to add on what you're saying, there there needs to be this level of humility and mm. this, this small sense of like, I could be wrong. Mm. Like the way that I perceive everything, I could just be drastically wrong, mm-hmm. right? Like, so for example, if I were to say in our friend group, um, I think that I'm the one who brings the party. And like, in my mind, I think I do, but everyone else is just like, no, <laughs> that's not true. And so I have to be like, okay, I, I need, maybe I need to reevaluate and not uh, necessarily do that by yourself because you could easily, easily spiral. Yeah. Especially when you are wrong or could be wrong. Like, it's just that healthy, and I say healthy with air quotes because to have a discussion with other people because you, when you get in your head, everyone knows when you have a negative thoughts in your head, it only gets worse when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just that natural wanting to talk or needing to talk with other people of, of, of going through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to tell me that, I'd say, you know what, Brandon, you do bring the party. <laughs> you bring it in your own way. In, in your own way. Cause I, but I do agree with like just in, in any context with another person being there or not there changes a lot Yeah, in a group and understanding that your role, sometimes just being present is enough to mm-hmm. change, to change a, a conversation or a group in a good way, hopefully in a good way. Yeah. Um, but I think there's just, when we think about roles, there's just, there's like this invisible aura of like, Oh, I don't know. Unless it's been discussed before. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine a lot of groups, they don't, because that's kind of a weird yeah. topic to bring up. But it's it's very true yeah. that it's just always present. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for anybody who feels like pe- your your friends maybe don't value what you bring to the table, maybe your friends suck. <laughs> I mean, it's... And you need to find new friends. That could be it. It's something to consider, honestly, yeah. But if, also, if a lot of people are telling you certain things and you're just trying to be ignorant and not listen to them. If you actually value them as your friends and you're just not listening to them, then maybe you suck. 
I mean, it's, you know. You need to be a better friend. It's it's things to consider, right? Like So it goes both ways. It does. Right? It does. And so I think it's it's let's just all try to not suck as people. It's it's true. Right? Cuz I mean in any in any circumstance, are you uplifting the people around you or are you bringing them down? True. Are people uplifting you or are they bringing you down? And that's got to make you consider like is is this where I where I want to be? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is it helping you become a good or better person or and objectively speaking, because right. in someone's eyes, it could just be like, oh, you're the best, you're the best. And you're like, dude, you're whack. Yeah. But yeah, are, are we, yeah, like you said, building each other up? Are we walking with each other in in each of our own journeys? Ultimately, you know, loving on each other, caring on each other, understanding, making sure we're heard and, and pointing each other in the right direction. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope... Uh, all of our friends feel that way about us or else we're about to get a big talking to. <laughs> Just this huge rebuke. Yeah. You never make me feel good. Oh, you dang suck, it. Brett. <laughs> like, all right, I need to find new friends. <laughs> Ground zero. <laughs> no, that would suck. Um, but no, it's 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 been a great uh, discussion and conversation that I've had with you. And um, I f- I'm hoping that, not that my role increases or anything, but that I can continue to to live out who I am and enrich and bless and um, help our group, um, our group of friends. And I hope. Oh, I'll tell you right now, Brandon, you enrich my life. Hey, Oh, I'm glad. Good, good soil. Um, (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening people. Um, I think if you still want to email us, yes, we still have an email to the number two BZ pod at gmail.com. Um, you must a question. We've already we've already had one, yeah, a solo one. We want more um, to get that shout out. And don't be shy. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it, even if it's just a comment or something. But if it's a question, we'll di- we'll we'll discuss it. Um, yeah, and we we got some some great awesome topics coming up mm-hmm. um, in the next few in the next few weeks. Just we're really excited for the next few. Yeah, and we have another segment we wanna we wanna kind of we're we're polishing up that we wanna. Um, put into each each episode so that that'll be cool too it's something to look forward to um and and slowly we're gonna try to get every week we're gonna Ooh. we're gonna try Ooh, this is gonna be a hard attempt but that's what we're gonna try to do every week that's a a big task but it sounds fun i mean yeah just if you want to be a guest just let us know we're yeah have so much fun looks like we're gonna be more tired <laughs> <laughs> all right Brad, do you have any last words for us nope i'll catch you later peace see ya